Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Coach Skeens. It is now December. It's been a while since we've done a podcast, but we had our mental toughness training for players at Ballistic last weekend, and we talked about the energy of a champion. So to kick off our first podcast, I thought I would invite two Ballistic players who were giving me a lot of participation during the seminar. So that's why I picked you two, as you both participated. So I thought we would do a new segment called Ask Coach Skeens, which kind of puts the pressure on me because... Just so you guys know, these questions have not been rehearsed. I do not know what they are, which scares me a little bit with these two. But let me just real quick tell you who's with me today. This is Ava. Ava, tell us um, your name, high school, your team, and anything else you want to say about yourself. Okay. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm on Ballistic 15 Black, and I played for Broomfield this year for high school. Okay, awesome. And Emma? Uh, my name is Emma. I'm on the same team as Ava, 15 Black, and I also played at Broomfield. Okay, great. And I had both of these players on my personal team last year when we were 14 black and we had a great season, even though there was a COVID factor. So let's go ahead and start with Emma. Emma, why don't you ask Coach Skeens a question that has to do with mental toughness and um, hopefully I can have an answer. Okay, so if I were to be on a different team, move clubs or even just high school, and they're not teaching mental toughness and they're, or they're not doing mental toughness, how would you like convince them to get on that, even if they don't know like about mental toughness and the benefits of it. So are you asking me how I would sell a mental toughness program to another club? Yeah. And like how you would teach another team. Yeah. Well, here's, I like to use statistics. So one of the things I like to say, and I'll ask Ava over here. So Ava, when it comes to volleyball, what percent do you think is mental? About 90 or eight, like 80 to 90 percent. 80 to 90. What about you, Emma? Same, 80 to 90. Okay, so then I would ask you, if 80 to 90% of the game is mental, what part do you think you train when you're at practice, maybe you're at home? What percent do you think you actually train your mind? Probably not that much, maybe like 20%. 20%, what about you? At home, probably about like 30%. Okay, so we're training less than what is required to succeed in volleyball. So that's what I would say is, if you want your players and your teams to be the best and to hit their potential, you need to train the mind and you need to train the body. So we're kind of like that at ballistic where you have to train the entire player. So is that convincing enough? Yeah. Okay. And you guys know, like that's what ballistic has made its mark. Um, we have teams that maybe aren't the biggest teams, but we'll beat teams that are bigger and better most often because we have a good mental game. Okay. So Ava, are you ready for your first question? Sure. Okay. So like, we all know Simone Biles, and she got, like, the flippy, flippies or whatever they're called during, like, the Olympics. So I don't know if there's something, like, technically called for, like, not, like, ballistic, but, like, during volleyball. Is there, like, is there a way to get out of your head, like, almost like that during a game or, like, a match almost? So are you asking me maybe what is the best way to get out of your head? Yeah, and, like, if you have, like, a mental block on something, how to, like, get rid of that during like a match if it's like for a big game or something so there's a couple tips i could give somebody that would work during a match but remember mental toughness isn't something that you do it's something you are so you really have to work on it away from the court but in a situation like that in my opinion the number one way to get out of your head is to pour into others you know complimenting others cheering for others talking like even if you're just saying gibberish just anything that comes out of your mouth kind of gets the focus off of yourself so that would be one tip. Um, another tip is you have to prepare so um, thoroughly. 
Chris Harris from the Denver Broncos, he had this quote a couple years ago. He said, there's no need to be nervous when you prepare like I do. So that would be another thing for you guys is just make sure that you're doing everything off the court. Plus, didn't she have a famous boyfriend? Yeah, she did. That's the problem. No, just kidding. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Okay. Did that answer your question? Yeah. Okay. Emma, do you have another question? Yes. Um, what is your favorite part of mental toughness to teach and makes you feel like you're doing the right thing to help girls like get out of their heads and games and all that? Um, my favorite thing to teach is probably how to teach girls to, um, man, that's a really tough one. My favorite part is probably teaching the girls to, I think, build each other up. I think that's the best part for me is I know in order for Ava to be the best version of Ava, she needs girls on her team building her up, you know, holding her accountable and those kinds of things. So that's my favorite part is when I see you guys pouring into each other. And when I see girls learning their teammates for another, in other words, when you know by a certain look on her face, if she's down and you say something and you respond to her and then you see her face change. That's what I really like is you guys pouring into each other. And then I think the last thing is one of the things I love as a coach is when I have a player that's not very confident and when I, as a coach, give them tips and tools and encouragement, and I see these young ladies go from being shy and timid into, you know, some of the best players we've had at this club. It's very rewarding as a coach for sure. In fact, some of our best players, a lot of, you know, Taylor Scherf who played for us um, since she was 13. Now she's playing beach at Colorado Mesa. You know, when she was 13, she was not the confident player that she is now. And she put in a lot of mental work to get to where she is. And it's just so rewarding to see her take the principles we teach and um, install them in her life. So is it Ava's turn for a question? Okay. Okay. Um, I have another question. And is it like, so if you see someone on the court in their head, and like you can tell, but like it's hard to like get them out of their heads. Is there like any way you can get them out of their heads, even if like if they don't want to like talk to you or something? Well, that's that's a good question, and I think the reason why you have to train ninety percent mental is because what you could give her might be a fifteen percent tip, but if she's not responsive to you, that could backfire. So, in other words, if Emma over here is the kind of girl when she's in her head. Maybe she doesn't want people saying, nice try, keep going. Maybe she wants someone to say, Emma, get out of your head. Let's go right now. So I feel like you have to learn your teammates and you have to figure out what works for each teammate. That's kind of the, the way I look at that. Does that answer the question? Yeah, that's perfect. Okay, so I'm going to flip the tables a little bit. I'm going to ask you guys some questions. Okay. So Emma, what is something that you learned during our mental toughness training the last couple of years that actually really did help you improve as a player because you know you made a black team a consecutive second year, which is not easy. So what's something that you learned last year mentally that really helped you? I think last year we did a lot of visualizing like as a team. And so that helped us win stuff as a team, but then also doing it at home on my own time would also like also helped me to get on the black team two years in a row. So was there a instance where something happened to you and you realized, wow, that's probably from visualizing? Um, I think one of our practices last year, my passing had gotten a lot better, like from the last one. And it had been because I was visualizing at home, like my pass is going perfectly to the setter and everything. Okay, that's awesome. And do you remember any 
points that we talked about specific to, you know, when you visualize and improving? Because here's what I'm looking for, I guess. Do you remember we talked about when you're visualizing at home, it's almost as if you're getting extra reps because your brain doesn't know whether you're doing it or visualizing it. Do you remember talking about that? Yeah. So like if you're, if you're at home and you're not touching the ball, but you're visualizing, visualizing, it's like the same thing because your brain thinks that's what you're doing. Exactly. Yay. That's great. So Ava, what about you? What's something that you've enjoyed um, from a mental toughness aspect? One thing I enjoyed was like being able to like learn how to breathe at home from the mental toughness, being able to stay in my breath and like during big matches when I am really out of breath or like need like a big match just happened and I need to focus again on the next play, learning how to be able to take my breath back to like a steady pace or to something that relaxes you. Ooh, that's really good. I like that. So I have another question for you, Ava, because I just thought of this. You texted me before a high school game. I think it was your first high school game when you were like, coach, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm not really sure. Um, what did you do and what was the outcome from that? So I don't really remember how like if we won or not, but like that's not really as important as my mental side of the game. Um, going to my first game, I was really nervous and scared, especially being able to like playing in front of a big crowd and a new team and new coaches. I was really like the night before, like I really was breathing and I was visualizing how I was going to play, how I was going to pass, set and hit, serve. And I felt like I did way better than I expected during that game, just from visualizing the night before and even a week before. That's awesome. That's, I'm glad that that helped you. It kind of reminds me of a girl that we had a couple years ago named Angie, who was starting as a varsity setter. And same thing, like the night before I got this text, like, coach, I don't know what to do. I'm so afraid. I'm so nervous. What should I do? And I kind of told her, you know, what you just said, breathing. But I also told her about how important it is to embrace fear. Do you remember we talked about that last year, that those same emotions that could be negative and fear, if you embrace those emotions and you kind of reframe them, how those same emotions, that same adrenaline can actually end up helping you play your best. So, you know, I always tell girls, don't try to get rid of being afraid. Try to embrace being afraid. All right, Emma, you ready for a pop quiz? Yeah. So I used a term there a second ago, reframing. What is reframing? And give me an example. Um, reframing could be like taking something negative and flipping it around to make it positive. Um, so this could be like, oh, we just lost our game. But really, you could flip that around and say we lost, but we learned some good things and learned a new lesson on how we're going to play next time, how we're going to play better. That's exactly right. Reframing. And then we'll finish up. Ava, you talked about breathing. Um, will you be a little bit more specific what you do for breathing and how it has helped you? So like there are different counts that you can take. Like there's like an eight, four, two or whatever, where like you breathe in for eight seconds, hold for four, breathe out for two, stuff like that. Even like if you just take deep breaths and while you're breathing, visualize how you're going to play because visualizing is pretty much everything. And as you're breathing, like feel your chest, feel how like the air feels. So when you go into those big games, you can feel that again. So you can feel that comfort and be relaxed before games. That's awesome. And I'll just finish up with a little bit of a spiel on breathing because you guys breathing and visualization are two of the mental staples. So I'm really glad you brought those up today. So remember, when you practice breathing off of the court, like you were just talking about, you're creating a neurotransmitter in your system called acetylcholine. So when you get into a match and you take a deep breath, if you've been breathing off of the court, 
you're able to draw on that acetylcholine, which helps calm down the cortisol and the adrenaline that happens. So remember, it's not just, oh, breathing helps me. You're actually changing the chemistry of your brain by creating a neurotransmitter called acetylcholine. So I had to geek out on you guys for just a minute. So you guys, thanks for joining me. This was really fun. It's already been 12 minutes, if you can believe that. So people that stuck with us for the whole 12 minutes, props to you. Um, we're very thankful and we'll do this again. So um, be thinking about your mental toughness questions and we'll do another episode in the near future. All right. Thanks everyone. Thank you. Thank you.